This podcast episode is brought to you by Coors Light. These days, everything is go, go, go. It's nonstop hustle all the time. Work, friends, family expect you to be on 24-7. Well, sometimes you just need to reach for a Coors Light because it's made to chill. Coors Light is cold lagered, cold filtered, and cold packaged. It's as crisp and refreshing as the Colorado Rockies. It is literally made to chill. Coors Light is the one I choose when I need to unwind. So when you want to hit reset, reach for the beer that's made to chill. Get Coors Light in the new look delivered straight to your door with Drizzly or Instacart. Celebrate responsibly. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. Let's catch up. An NFL podcast with Taylor Bashotti And Sam Batesh. Where we talk about the biggest headlines in the NFL. So, Taylor, you know what? Let's catch up. It's been too long. Yeah, we really should. Blue Wire. So that was fun. That was not fun. I thought Thursday was really painful with you. But today... <laughs> I have nothing to do with this, okay? I was enjoying this. Not painful and, with and you. And it just kept I'm going. glad that I have you with me to get through this experience, except this was a long game. No, this was long. This was long. This was admittedly long and involved. But... Overtime. Wow. Seahawks win. Yeah. Uh, Back let's and catch forth. up, Taylor. Let's catch up. An NFL podcast with Taylor Bashotti and Sam Batesh. Brought to you by Indochino and Harry's Razors. Now, we're going to do something really interesting. We've got a lot to take care of on this podcast, Taylor. And we actually have a very special guest waiting in the wings. Now, we have something to do before that, but there is an exciting moment coming up for you and I. We're going to leave it at that. We have a mystery guest that is going to join us. I'm excited. Are you excited? But guess what I'm more excited for? Please Not me. more excited for, just, but okay. just as excited Tell for me, starting yay or nay off early. This is interesting. Now, normally we end with yay or nay, and we just said, screw that. We're scrapping everything, and yay or nay is kicking us off. I love this. Because we're getting a lot of feedback that already loves yay or nay. I know. So why not just give it to them? That's what they want. We're giving it to them. Okay, I'm going to start you off. Start me up. Let's go. Lamar Jackson, the best quarterback in football this year. I'm going to say, you know what? Yay. I'm going to say yay. For, for one season, Lamar Jackson is the best quarterback most electric, in football. He's certainly elusive. the most exciting. He's certainly the most elusive. He's certainly got the best spin move. I'm going to say for this season. The best quarterback in football this year. Through 10 weeks, I'm going to say Lamar Jackson is the best quarterback in football. Now, there are there are others who may sure. call a better game, uh, but you know what? I'm going to say it. I, I'm okay with that. I'm saying yay on that one. Now, I've got one for you. After watching this game, Taylor, both of these teams from Monday Night Football, the Niners and the Seahawks, both of these are playoff teams that you watched in this game on Monday night. Yay or nay? Yay, Absolutely. You think so? Both. Yeah, I mean, Seahawks yeah, at this point, definitely. And not to mention, at this point, the Seahawks are actually alive in this division. Yeah, that is a remarkable game from the Seahawks. I mean, really, just I, I, to to, to outlast the Niners impressive. the way they Tonight did in well. this game after the interception from Russell Wilson, which looked like that was going to be the dagger in their side in overtime to throw it in the red zone and to get the ball back and to make the play he did with his legs. Uh, wow mightily impressive all right mm -hmm. taylor what do you got for me the next saints here? lost to the falcons is more telling than the packers lost to the chargers i'm gonna say that i'm willing to dismiss the loss to the falcons more so than the packers lost 
to the Chargers. I agree. I thought that for the for the Saints, the way they played without Breeze as long as they did, for them to be looking at a team that had only one win to that point at home, I can see why they may have overlooked the Falcons. To me, the Packers on the road against the team in the Chargers, which has played well in stretches this season, I still thought that was uglier. The way they were manhandled in that game physically dominated the way they were. So I actually think that was a more telling loss than what we saw from the Falcons and the Saints. Even though, look, I didn't like it. That was awful. They didn't score at home. They didn't score a touchdown at home, which does not happen for Drew Brees. But I'm going to give it to him. All right. I got one for you, Taylor. Patrick Mahomes should not have come back on Sunday, yay or nay? Nay, he should have come back on Sunday. Yeah, he was pretty special. Yeah. (laughs) He was pretty spectacular. He threw for over 400 yards. He was the best player on the field outside of Ryan Tannehill for about 40 seconds. But that was a special performance. And I would say he looked completely healthy. I'm talking before the Thursday night game when he was injured. I'm talking the two weeks prior where he really wasn't right. I think that was vintage Mahomes, and I was yeah, okay no, with that I, as well. I, I, All right, what do you I got for I think that me? he was healthy a week ago. I think he could have played. But Titans are the best other team in the AFC South. You like that quotation, other team? Because I really don't know what to make of the Titans, the Colts, and the Jaguars at this point. Yeah. But I might be willing to say— I think the Titans are definitely the best you know other team no, in the I'm AFC gonna do this. South. I'm going to say nay. I'm still going to give it to the Colts. I still think the Colts have the best offensive line in football. And I think with Jacoby Brissett, they are the best other team. And I know you chose the Colts to win that division. And I still think they're the best other team next to the Texans in that division. I think that it's a different team with Ryan Tannehill leading the Titans right now. So, so you like him. I'm, I'm You're gonna, liking I'm the, Titans. the Titans. Yeah. I, I, I'm not so sure yet what I know of the Titans. All right. How about this one, Taylor? The Rams season ended in Pittsburgh on Sunday. Yay or nay? I'm going to say Yay. That's I'm, it. I'm looking at their schedule right now. Hold on. I'm pulling up their schedule. And it's the Bears, the Ravens, Yuck. the Cardinals, okay. the Seahawks, Uh-oh. the Cowboys, the 49ers, and the Cardinals. I've been saying this for a while, Taylor. So you're saying it's done. You're saying I think it is in a division ended. with the Seahawks and the 49ers. Look at what we saw on Monday night. It's tough to see. I would say they're buried in the division. They're not winning the they're division. They're buried in the division. They're not winning the division. I and don't see them coming in second place. now you're talking about a logjam with the Panthers, the Seahawks. It's a tough uphill battle, the Vikings in the NFC, and I don't think they can get out of their own way at this point. Mm-mm. So I'm with you on that one. All right, what do you got for me? Uh, Kyle Allen proves the Panthers are his team even in the loss in Green Bay. I'm going to say Yay. And a lot of people have debated this based on the fact that Cam now might, according to Ian Rappaport, be traded, that this will be the end of his run in Carolina. I'm not so sure that Kyle Allen is the quarterback of the future. That's what I've heard a lot of. I was very impressed Mm -hmm. in the snow the way Kyle Allen led his team back in that game, had them within an inch of a two-point conversion of tying that game. I feel like that was a game where you could now feel confident in Kyle Allen. I, I just thought that was the game in which I thought he looked poised and completely calm and unaffected by the weather mm-hmm. also which it's not easy at this point we're not used to playing games no, in the I, snow this was the first one in the snow no no that did not look comfortable at all I liked what I saw from Kyle Allen I'm willing to say that is absolutely his team moving forward all right here's a good one for you and I know how you feel about that game mm-hmm. Sunday night Kirk Cousins Taylor is officially a better quarterback than Dak Prescott yay or nay Okay, first of all, I am going to give myself credit here because I called this on the podcast saying that Kirk Cousins sure is going to have a better primetime sure game I wasn't than ready Dak to go there. Prescott. Yep, absolutely. And he did. 
And so, he proved all the naysayers wrong that he could not have a solid uh, primetime performance. Okay, but you know and me. He did. You know me. I'm addicted to Dak. And Dak played well. to Dak, Dak Prescott. Well. But do you think Kirk is a better quarterback than Dak, yay or nay? I think Kirk is going to have a better season than Dak Prescott. This season. Okay. That's a great statement. All right. That's good. I like it a lot. All right. Now, Taylor, before we get, I, I teased it, our magic special guest who is still just waiting, getting prepped in the green room right now in the Let's Catch Up green room, which is really exciting. Before we get there, though, I wanted to let you know. Now, while we we were watching, we do. We absolutely do. Now, while we were watching Monday Night Football, Sam is delusional. I got a little more of my five o'clock shadow. I kind of got my Jimmy Garoppolo beard going. But before that game started, I had shaved with my Harry's razor. And you know that I love my Harry's razor, mostly because it's a great blade and it's not a ridiculously expensive blade. Now, humans have been shaving for thousands of years, and the secret to a great shave, it's pretty easy. You just need a great razor. I don't need gimmicks. I just need a great razor. And when I shave with my Harry's razor, I know that I've got a great razor, and it's only $2 a blade. They cut out the middleman. They manufacture the blades in their German blade factory. It's been honing precision blades for a century. You get high-quality blades at factory direct prices. It's so simple. Listeners of Let's Catch Up can redeem their Harry's trial set at harrys.com slash bluewire, where you get your ergonomic handle, you get your five-blade razor, you get your rich shave gel, and you get your travel blade cover to keep your razor dry and easy to grab on the go. harrys.com slash bluewire. It's that simple. Unfortunately, Sam, this game went so long that usually I would say you don't even have a five o'clock shadow no, I, yet, but the game went so late that you do. No, I do. This is so officially Jimmy Garoppolo your, style. Oh, gosh, don't say that. No, it is. I mean, come on. You can give me that, right? At least just yeah. at least a beard. Mm-hmm. At least a little of my beard, right? I mean, you're Please, not willing Sam, to Sam, don't yet? flatter yourself that way. Anyway, I, I think so. I, I think Let's it's welcome in our guest before he thinks that we're weird. No, okay. So he's my ready. coworker, this is very Andrew exciting. Siciliano, who sits next to me and has to put up with me doing my updates all day has volunteered to come on the podcast this is spectacular he travels for thursday night football and he has seen plenty of games this year he's also the host of the red zone on direct tv yes he infiltrates my living room every single sunday even though i try to do my own version of red zone you've seen my living room with four televisions up there and watching my fantasy show yes watching your fantasy show and then every once in a while I allow Andrew to creep into the living room and let everybody know what's really happening. But uh, Andrew Siciliano here from NFL Network and DirecTV's Red Zone. Andrew, how the hell are you? Thanks for having me. This is quite exciting. You, you, you guys sold the hell out of that razor. That was nice, right? Seriously. Would, would you like one? No, nah, I mean... You, You're very clean you shaven, said, you right? Said, <laughs> Look at this. You, you said ergonomic very well. <laughs> yeah, I did notice er, er, that. Ergonomic. I notice that. Is a, uh, ergonomic. Is, is a word originally introduced to the American media, the American populace by, uh, I believe, BMW, right? Because they had ergonomic engineering. None of us had ever used that word in a sentence before. Like rich until Corinthian that, leather. Until like, then. Like exactly, like rich Corinthian, Corinthian leather. Oh. Yes. By the way, like, like to say... Uh, Hats off to your girlfriend, Allie Sam, who's asleep on the couch right now with the dog. <laughs> Let me tell you, Ringo and Allie right now are absolute troopers. For agreeing to be a part of the podcast, to come along and watch, to see what we do to put this together. And she thought, okay, you know what? How bad could it be? Mm-hmm. I'll watch the second half with you guys. Mm-hmm. And then you record. We'll be done. This should be no problem. Right. Of course, 
then the game goes into overtime. And not only does it go into overtime, we bleed every last second of overtime. And yes, Ringo at this point is more excited about the podcast than Allie. But in all seriousness, joking aside, I cannot tell you how honored and flattered I am to be on on the podcast. Long time downloader, first time caller. I'm happy to be here. Well, you are the first guest for Let's Catch Up, which is, I think, pretty exciting. Even even more flattering. But you've also, by the way, Andrew and I have worked for years in radio. And even recently, Andrew, of course, we had you on with Colin a couple of times. Correct. Because we had you previewing you for the Thursday night time. football game. Sam, for those who don't know, is uh, the best uh, producer I've ever worked with in the radio medium. By far, there is no second. Sorry, Greg Tui, who would be second. And, uh, yeah, Sam produced my radio show many, many, many years ago on Fox Sports Radio. And uh, it was remarkably average, but it was not Sam's fault. Well, thank you for that, yes. Andrew. And you were never average. We will say that. No, Van Earl Wright was. I, I kid. I kid. Hello, I'm everybody. Sorry. Hey. All right, hey, Andrew, kid. I have a very serious question for you yes. now as we turn our attention back to football momentarily. Now, Taylor, as you know, Andrew is at every Thursday night football game outside of the first one that opened the season. So you've seen, Andrew, most of what I consider the best teams in football. And I think there's a very clear division. Taylor, we've tried to do this numerous times on the podcast. We've tried to decide who is the best team in football or who could beat the Patriots or are the Niners the best team right now. But I feel like there really is a list of teams now that have separated that you could really consider to be the best team at any one point in the game. And, and you've seen many of them, Andrew. I know you've seen the Packers, the Seahawks, the Patriots, the Chiefs, and the Niners, you've seen them all up close on Thursday Night Football. Who to you is truly that separated team as the best from the rest in this league this year? So I'm, I'm going to go with three. I would say that the team that we just watched tonight here, the two teams actually, I would argue that if, if you played, and this sounds so corny and cliched, if the Niners and Seahawks play 10 times, they'd probably split those 10 games. They play again week 17. The, the Seahawks gave the Niners their first loss. The Seahawks stay with two losses. They go to 8-2. and two. The Niners go to 9-1. and one. They face each other again in Seattle week 17. It is a coin toss. Who wins that game? And who knows what their records will be between now and then. I would take these two teams over almost anyone in football with, with one exception. Okay, thank you. I, with one exception. That. And that would be the Ravens. Now, I have not seen the Ravens in person. I think we're all going to see them in a couple of weeks when they come here in L.A. to play the Rams. Um, Lamar Jackson is the one unstoppable force that no defensive coordinator in football wants to face right now. And I know that it was only the Bengals last week that you know they toyed with. It was it was almost like a like a bear in the wild playing with their food, right? Like smacking something around. Correct. And that that's what the Ravens are. And I thought honestly that they would have a letdown. They faced the the Patriots on Sunday night last week, national TV. They beat them up pretty good. I thought they would have a letdown against the Bengals. They didn't if they didn't pull RG3 after th- I'm sorry. Lamar after 3 for RG3, they would have scored 60. They scored 59 week 1, they would have scored 60. I would pay good American money to see the Ravens play either of these teams that we saw Sunday night. Now, before tonight, they have played the Seahawks and they beat them. Mm-hmm. I forgot about that. Thank you, Bashadi. I totally forgot about that. Um and they beat him in Seattle even better yet. I would pay to see them play again. 
Uh, so they went Seahawks, Patriots, and the Bengals. Yeah, and, and both. No, but even no. But I think you brought well, up a good point. Seahawks I thought the Saints were in this conversation. Patriots. I really thought the Saints were in this conversation. And I think if Marshawn Lattimore is healthy, they are still in this conversation. If the game is in New Orleans, I am not spending money on the the Saints. I'm sorry, I said the Seahawks. The Saints on the road. Okay, I like that. So basically what you're saying is to you, this conversation comes down to the two teams that we saw mm-hmm. on Monday Night Football. What about the Niners the and the Seahawks? You actually said only the Ravens. You did not mention yeah, the Patriots, what about the Patriots? So, And so you do not think, and I know you, you, I mean, you see them obviously every weekend, but you saw them up close and personal in the game they had against Daniel Jones yeah. and the Giants, where the defense absolutely dominated in that game Against as well. Daniel Jones and the Giants. Of course, of course. Um, without any legitimate receiver for Daniel Jones in that game, other than Golden Tate, I, I would argue. So, look, so you're not you haven't mentioned Patriots or Chiefs. Correct. No, I, I'm not buying the Chiefs. No, I like what you said. The you, Chiefs you, can't you stop the it run. down to three teams. You boiled it down to three teams. The that Chiefs you have lost four out of six games right now, and they cannot stop the run. And here's the other issue as well against Tennessee: they couldn't finish in the red zone. Patrick Mahomes threw for 446 yards. How many field goals? And by the way, they botched two of them in the final two minutes. Botched they, is the kindest thing you've said tonight. They, that, they was disaster, no, that was a disaster. No, that was a disaster of special disastrous. teams at the end now, of that game. Can the Chiefs write the ship? Yes. Can the Patriots be a more consistent offense? Yes. Would I ever bet against Bill Belichick and Tom Brady in the postseason? Negative. But, but they're going to make it to the postseason. They're going to make it to the postseason. Here's the question. And they're Where gonna will Ravens, Patriots... Round two, B. Because again, the See, Ravens I'm have that game in about hand. The, I'm less worried about the Ravens going up against the Patriots. We've seen them go into New England in the past, beat them but this in version, New England. True, but, the, but this version, but this with, version Lamar, with Lamar is pretty unstoppable. Do you have faith in the Patriots? I'm sorry, the Ravens going into Foxborough and beating them in January yes. there. I think They've they done it before. Do it. The done argument it before. is this. I the think they can do it. Is this. That was a Ray Rice team a decade ago. The but that was hardball coaching. Correct. Logic dictates. And now he's got a quarterback that's far more electric than Joe than Joe Flacco, Flacco okay. that's for sure. I don't play the lottery. Actually, I do. You both know this. I, I would argue that I have a better chance of winning the lottery than I have on betting on a road team in New England in the postseason. And the other thing, the other thing stacked against Lamar in that situation would, of course, be Belichick's second shot. At him, which was the one knock against Lamar yeah. is that teams no, and, that have Sam seen him a second that. time have tended to get the better so of him. Then the question, but is, I also think that Lamar is a quarterback this year, very different than he was last year. Totally. And we saw this happen with the Chargers, where he really was more of a one-trick pony last year. Where now you don't know because he's got an arm, he's got he's got an accurate arm, so he's got a strong passing game and he's got a strong running. Do you game, know what? Which I, by really the way, is unstoppable. Do you know when I was most impressed with Lamar Jackson last season? By the way, mm. and this is this the is not way he a lot throws of people. His body on the this line is for not what a lot play. of people were saying. I thought Lamar Jackson's most impressive quarter of last season was his final quarter of last season, trailing to the Chargers in that playoff game. If you recall, when the whole world's calling for Flacco. Co- Correct. It was the end of that game. They were getting beat by the Chargers through most of it. And Lamar Jackson brought them back, back right. in that game, in that fourth quarter. Point. An incredible play to Mark Andrews. That was the beginning of really you noticing that him and Mark Andrews mm-hmm. had this great rapport. Mm-hmm. He had to do yeah, so much with his arm in the end of that game. And that's when I thought, wait a minute. This Lamar Jackson is a lot more than we saw, and that is the Lamar Jackson that started the season against Miami yeah. where he threw the five touchdowns. I think that it even touchdowns. got so much better. 
better and, of course and improved than that. He's going through his progressions more, his pocket presence, his just ability to read defenses is so much better this who year than Ravens, it was last year. Sorry for cutting you off. I do that a lot. Who's the who do the Ravens play week two? When Lamar had to make Arizona. those throws downfield against Arizona, he had to, mm-hmm. they're at home. He had to make throws downfield in the fourth quarter on third and long, and he dropped the Hollywood the Brown third the down. Hollywood yeah, Brown. That was the I did throw something on that. I saw that work the next morning, saying that if he can make these throws consistently, it's game over. And he has been able to make mm-hmm. a number of those throws. The question to me now becomes: Where is the Patriots' second loss? So. Well, frankly, that, I mean, this is easy. Wait, this is actually easy, okay, Andrew. To cut at, you off, to cut you off it's right at now. Houston. Everybody thinks the Patriots haven't played anybody. Okay. That their season hasn't even started until this week. Now, I am a skeptic because, as an Eagles fan, I do not think that this Eagles team this season is capable of beating the Patriots. But even after that, the Patriots season gets remarkably more difficult from here. They're not losing to the Eagles. Correct, but could they, they may lose, lose to the Houston. Cow- could they lose to the Cowboys? He's an Eagles could they lose to the Texans? Yes, they I could. I think they could they, lose to the Texans. Now, they've could they lose Bill to the O'Brien. Bills? Could they Bill lose O'Brien. the Bills in the second game against Buffalo? Nah, these are the, these so. are absolutely things that could happen. New they England's could, schedule no, no, is so much more difficult. They could lose to the Dolphins if it was in Miami, but The Bills could not stop the run against Nick Chubb and Kareem Hunt. That's fine, Sunday. but the Bills played very well against New England the first time. But think about it. I don't, Eagles, see the, I don't Cowboys, see the Patriots Texans, getting another loss. what about the Chiefs? I'm sorry, those are four games they that could are totally so, lose to the Chiefs. Those teams That's are so it. much more dynamic than anything they've faced if this If you season. give me a second loss or even a third loss for the Patriots... It would have to be number two. I don't the think The Patriots and Ravens play Taylor a second time, and that second time is in Baltimore, then I'm taking the Ravens. Yeah. I think the Ravens. I'm have taking as the Ravens either shot. way for that game. I mean, how much would you like to see Ravens Seahawks round two in Miami? That would be special, based on what we saw, what we've seen out of Russell Wilson all season, and frankly, the MVP conversation, which is not that exciting to me. But if you look at it this season, we've certainly said at times mm-hmm. Russell Wilson has looked like the MVP, and, and I, Lamar Jackson right now. I think looks there's like just the as MVP. much of a chance that it could be. 49ers in Miami it could be so Andrew I'm gonna ask you one other thing so we talked about the teams that I think are firmly entrenched in this circle of teams that we could see going to the Super Bowl even winning the Super Bowl that you have seen up close and personal now there are a couple of teams you have not seen Mm -hmm. up close and personal which I think are beginning to make a case or have at times this season as wow this team is capable of beating anybody I'm going to ask you about them now to find out which of this group you like that you think could do damage or potentially make a run to the Super Bowl. I'm talking about the Texans. You brought them up earlier. The Saints mm-hmm. and the Cowboys, who I still think we cannot count out entirely from this conversation. The Texans, the Saints, the Cowboys, any of those three to you look like a team that could end up in Miami. So I think if the Saints get home field, look, I was at the NFC Championship game last year when the Rams went in there and beat them. I've never been in a louder building in my entire life in any sport period. And and there's no second, by the way. So if the Saints play at home, I would never bet against them. The Cowboys, I, I, I'm I not buying know. them. You don't think so? Look, they, so they the have Cowboys. the number one offense in football right now, statistically the number one offense, which failed on that final drive. Ezekiel Elliott has not been what he was last year. But he wasn't for, I think he wasn't for one game. I think you're right, Taylor. It looked like that Sunday night, but that I feel like. his worst game since September. I, I feel like Zeke 
in a game, in a vacuum, in a one-off against any of the top teams in the NFC, I don't. I could but, see the Cowboys winning a game against anybody uh, in the NFC. Taylor, you and I were talking about this last week. What do the Cowboys do against top teams? They generally lose unless it's the yeah, Eagles. I'm, You're right. I'm, I'm not buying. I'm not buying the Cowboys at I'm, all. I'm not now, Sam. I'm with you. Could the Cowboys on any given Sunday, or maybe more often than not on a Sunday? But I'm not just in, saying luck no, no, of the draw. In January, beat a team or two. They beat the Seahawks last year in the playoffs. This is why I'm sure saying they it. might get to the second round. I think what they do well are the things that you need to do well in the playoffs to win. And I think this year, if their offensive line is healthy, they compete with absolutely anybody. And their defensive line is also as formidable as anybody outside of San Francisco. Okay, so look, they could win a game. Houston, every time Houston gets in, what do they do? They lose. They lose. They play Saturday early, and they lose. They <laughs> they are the first game in the playoffs, and they, they lose. Are, yes, it happens more often than not. They are the Saturday game early every year. Every year they complain that they're disrespected, that they're the Saturday game early, and unless they're facing Connor Cook, they lose. I give you this. I, I like the this. Saints the most out of all these You do? Teams. Okay. I, I actually am like wi- with you on that. The most. I think I'm Sean totally Payton is the best that. coach out of all three Bingo. coaches. I think that... They've got the strongest running back core. They've got mm-hmm. the strongest receivers. And they have the most veteran seasoned strong quarterback in exactly. Drew Brees. And they could Absolutely. have a, and they could end up with a bye. Now, Andrew, I know that you're a Browns fan, so you obviously watch the Steelers a lot. What do you think about them? Do you think they're gonna make it into the postseason? So as I said, um, longtime listener, first time caller, I listened to your podcast last week. Actually, can I tell a funny story? Please. So Saturday evening, I'm I'm driving to a holiday party. I know a holiday party first weekend in November. That's all right. That's, worth it. That's okay. Driving Christmas to a holiday party. There, yeah. I'm on uh, I'm on La Cienega, for those who know Los Angeles, heading north from the ten freeway. You know, the 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 clocks have changed, so it's dark, right? I'm just not sure how I feel about it. Actually, I do know how I feel about it. I hate it. I'm listening to Let's Catch Up. Oh, that's so sweet. So it says on the pop-up display in my car, Let's Catch Up, the picture of YouTube, blah, 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 blah. My phone rings. Oh, this is exciting. It's Sam Batesh. I mean, like, I don't know if all of you listening at home or on your bike or in your car have ever had the totally Twilight Zone experience of listening to a podcast and the person on the podcast... You guys should have three-way called me in. ...calls you at that moment. That's exciting. Did you tell... Sam, how much do you pay him to listen? No, this was great. No, no. Taylor, (laughs) what's amazing about this is I had missed Andrew's call just a few minutes before, and and I got myself in a place where I could actually hear him, and I went outside, and I finally called him, and he said, wait a second, this is just too weird right now. You're in my head. I'm listening to you, and now you're here and you're speaking to me. This is actually really exciting. So I look. Thank you, Andrew, for listening in that moment. Right. So but, I'm listening last week, and and Taylor, you were selling the Steelers hard. You proved to be right when they beat the Rams. I didn't think that was going to happen, so I tip my cap to you. If I had one on, they beat the Rams. So good, good for that. You you sold the defense. I heard your Ravens DNA just getting frustrated that the Steelers. You, they can't be killed. They're like that horror movie villain that always comes back at the end. I mm-hmm. get it. I'm not buying Mason Rudolph, though. He might have a bright future. I don't see it now. So, long term, I don't know they if the beat Steelers the Rams are getting in. Without James Conner. Right. They beat the Rams without James Conner. They beat the Rams with 
left guard, center, and right guard, three guys who should not have been playing at those positions. They destroyed the middle of the Rams' offensive line. They won, to their credit. They have a defense, defense travels, and that should suit them well on Thursday when they're in Cleveland. You know what they also have, Andrew? The Steelers, this is. And this is part of what Taylor's argument was last Minka week. Because we were trying to come up sure. with the teams that we would see in the playoffs in both the AFC mm-hmm. and the AFC. Looking well, at the picture. They have the tiebreaker. A, they've got the tiebreaker with Indy, which is going to be crucial. Right. And if you take a look at the Steelers' schedule, it's difficult not to start piling up wins. No, and by the way, we had the Rams as a loss on there, which is the now Rams a win. schedule, which you guys pointed out last week. Exactly. I think the Steelers have the most... They've got the greatest th- chance in terms of schedule to make it in. I'm sorry, but these are the most wins on anybody's schedule coming up. Now, again, but this is me the counting time, the Browns as two wins, which I know you don't want to hear. You No, but you're checking off wins for Mason Rudolph. But Mason Rudolph just beat Jared Goff head-to-head if we're going to play no, the quarterback the game. The Steelers' Can we not? Defense, my, I played Jared Goff in the fantasy, Steelers, and I just so can't I. take it anymore, <laughs> the okay? I just defense, can't take it anymore. The Steelers' defense I surrender. shut down the Rams. How many offensive touchdowns did the Steelers have in that Nobody game? Nobody enjoys watching One. the Steelers' offense. No, Nobody. no, no. Nobody. Nobody. No, no. I'll get, I'm going to answer the question. The Steelers' offense had one touchdown, and it should have been called back his knee hit. Okay, correct. You so are it, correct. It wasn't but, a real touchdown. Nobody is on here. Nobody huh? is on here arguing the Steelers' offense, or even whether we enjoy watching them. Taylor admittedly can't stand it, and frankly, I don't get a lot out of watching Mason Rudolph either. However, what they do defensively, what Mike Tomlin is stitching together, and simply doing the math. I think of what, the schedules, we can all give Mike Tomlin a ton of credit absolutely. for making he deserves I could see lemonade them, out of lemons I absolutely can see them getting in. And granted, you know, the, the Titans have made things interesting now as well. The Colts losing has made things very interesting. Right. The when Raiders is, winning I know, on Ryan Thursday. Tannehill, I was, just in, but, I was honestly just replaying him, just putting his shoulder into that play. And going into the end zone, he's just a little. That little. was, but that that could have been the hardest hit of the season. Fantastic. That wasn't flagged, by the way. Wow, was Kudos. that an incredible play by him, Andrew? I, so, so where I does Marcus Mariota go? Oh, okay, we're not going down this rabbit hole tonight. No, I, I refuse. Oh, he's battling Mitch Trubisky for the Bears job next <laughs> year. Thank you for that. Yeah. Andrew, one question for you. you you've seen, you, you watch everybody on Sundays, like I said. You've seen another, a number of teams up close and personal on Thursdays as well. My question to you, because there's been numerous surprises this season. There are teams that we haven't expected to play above their heads the way they have. Who would you say, what team has been the most surprising, pleasant surprise to you this oh, season. That's interesting. Most because I've been, I've been disappointed in a few, but I, who has been the most pleasant surprise for you this season? Uh, you know, the the first one that jumps to mind is the Forty Niners. No, no, I mean, I, nobody I, expected them to be as no, good no as they are No, no one expected them to be nine and zero oh, or eight and one. I'm sorry, they just lost. I, I would say everybody had the Rams winning that division. Sure. But I would take another NFC West team. I, I didn't expect the Cardinals to be this interesting and competitive. This fast, right? I did yeah, not. Yeah, not immediately. I mean, Chandler Jones has a chance to lead the league in sacks and forced fumbles. He went to Syracuse. Obviously, there's a good shot at that. But <laughs> Kyler Murray, do you see some of the throws Kyler Murray made in Tampa? Granted, the Bucks gave up 29 points a game at home, but even last week when we saw he's also him in under siege the every moment. Right, Kyler Murray is my size, 
and he is out there making big boy plays week after week, and he keeps them in every single game, and he has played above his head, and frankly, his rookie head coach, Cliff Kingsbury, has put him in an excellent spot week in and week out. For the record, those who saw me as mini-me with Joe Thomas last week as Dr. Evil Could be the greatest thing you've ever done for social media. I wanted to go as Kyler Murray. NFL Network producers shut it down. That's a shame. We're the same height. That's a gift you give could me have the given jersey. all of us. I wouldn't do anything offensive. Give me the jersey and the headband. I, I think that absolutely well, could have been it. Kyler Murray also wears very nice suits. So maybe if you were wearing one of do his wear nice dapper suits. suits. Ooh, I see what you did there. Indochino. Slightly transitioning. That would have had to have been custom, by the way, Taylor. It was. It was Indochino is the world's largest made-to-measure menswear brand. They make suits, shirts, coats, and more. And everything is made to your exact measurements for a great fit. Plus, you get to personalize all the details, including your lapel, lining, and your own monogram. RJ Barrett's new collection with Indochino just dropped, featuring limited edition fabrics, jacket linings RJ helped pick out and design. Indochino's process is simple. Choose your fabric, pick your customizations, and submit your measurements. Your package will be delivered straight to your door in two weeks. You can get measured and design your suit at your nearest Indochino showroom or do it all yourself online at Indochino.com. Right now, you can get $30 off your total purchase of $3.99 or more at Indochino.com when entering Blue Wire at checkout. Plus, shipping is free. That's Indochino.com promo code BLUEWIRE for $30 off your total purchase of $3.99 or more. Incredible deal for made-to-measure menswear clothing. You really have no excuse anymore to wear clothing that does not fit. So I'm going there right now, by the way, Indochino. But can I tell you a story real quick? Very quick. Yes, please. I promise you. Roughly 15 years ago, 16 years ago, for my birthday, Sam Batesh gave me a gift certificate for two tailored shirts from his favorite tailor in the valley. This is so true. That gift certificate still sits in my desk. Is that? I it? didn't realize you guys had known each other so long. Fifteen. That is both adorable years and insulting. Ago, I don't know how to take that. It's it's a touching story. I have story. not yet bought those shirts, but I'm going to go to Indochino first. I like that. Good. Thank you, Andrew. Okay. Thank well, you, you for, should come on again. You really should. I have one question before we let Andrew off yes. the hook. By the way, and it's been a late night, but I would be remiss not to ask you with your orange microphone that Why I gave you tonight. <laughs> I, I have a great question for you right here, though. Andrew, from Cleveland, yes. a Browns fan your entire life, yes. a long-suffering Browns fan, a Browns fan who had, I'm sure, expectations of something a little more interesting than this for this particular season. If you had to pinpoint what you are most disappointed in from what you've seen this year out of the Browns, could you give it to me in a word? Because I'm I'm yes. surprised. I'm I'm surprised. I, I thought Give the Browns were going to compete Freddy. on a level beyond three and six. I'm, I'm gonna give it to you, Taylor. Freddie is is a word, yes. Um that I would that that sprung to mind. But I'm gonna give another word that encompasses Freddie and many other things. Undisciplined. The penalties are outrageous. Undisciplined. The penalties are gross, although, frankly, the red zone offense on Sunday was more gross than that. Was you know what else is gross? The fact that I'm so tired. 
Are we boring you? I'm calling this Are we boring you? Taylor is just giving the wrap it up so, signal I, outside. So sometimes at I, work, I, I, I come back to, to the office. I come back from the hallway, from a phone call, from doing a podcast, from the desk. And I am waving my arms and getting and gesticulating and getting fired up. You guys, and he has a really loud voice. I have a okay. very loud That's voice. That's weird. And what? I, really? look at, I look at Bashadi and she's staring there at her computer, at her phone. And I'm waiting for some response. And she looks up and she just goes, I'm sorry, what? <laughs> I, I've seen I've, that. I've, what happens is that I sit so close to the news desk yes. at work. And so I've developed selective hearing. And so when loud people like, you know, Matt Money Smith and when Andrew and when Scott Hansen and these really gravitose, loud personalities, our boss, Todd Sperry, he always says, you don't have like a gravitose voice. Like these guys do, and that's why I developed this selective off, hearing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's it's tough. I can understand. Well, with that, we're going to turn everything off. She sleeps through fire alarms. It's exciting. Well, I let's catch you up, kids. A fire uh, alarm. I just choose not to go outside because it's cold. Andrew. We're going to punish you again and have you on in the future. Okay, we there will definitely be more of this. Let's bring uh, Ringo the dog. Thank you very much. Uh, thanks to Allie and Ringo who sponsored the entire thing. Uh, thanks to Thin Mints. And thanks for scrimps. And which thanks, we also uh, thanks for letting me um, talk way too much and podcast Jack your show. We loved it. Let's catch up. Let's catch up. <laughs> <laughs>